Welcome to the Digital Orthopedics Podcast, brought to you by the Digital Orthopedics Conference San Francisco, or DOCSF, and the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at UCSF, University of California, San Francisco. Now, in January, the annual JP Morgan Conference was canceled due to COVID-19. As a result, our much-anticipated return to a live program turned on the digital dime to bring you DOCSF Venture as a virtual event. DOCSF Venture is a new, well, venture for DOCSF. In it, we focus exclusively on the investment markets and how venture capital funding has been distributed across the musculoskeletal digital landscape. There were three distinct segments to DOCSF Venture. The first is what I like to call the MSK Index, a compendium of technology investments in the MSK startup space, put together and presented perfectly by Dr. Nancy Lynch. It is the only such report focusing on investment trends in this space. And you'll hear it right here. After Nancy's presentation, I had the opportunity to speak to Robin Young, the famed publisher of Orthopedics This Week and the Pearl Diver dataset. We talked about his interpretation of Nancy's findings and in particular, the investments in AI and at-home care. His interpretation, particularly the contextual framing Robin is so good at, was really fascinating. Finally, Ashley Libby Diaz, also from the DOCSF team, brought it home with a fascinating discussion on the OR of the future between doctors Chris Siemenau, the CMO of Surgeline, Ken Trauner, founder of DocSpera.com, Rick Angelo, former president of the AANA and now CMO at Caliber.ai, and Danny Gohl, co-founder of Precision OS. These are three podcasts truly worth tuning in for. So let's bring you to the DocSF virtual stage as up to Tad Vale, chair of the Department of Orthopedics, kicks off the conference and then yields the spotlight to Dr. Nancy Lynch as she introduces the MSK Index. Hello, I'm Tad Vale, Chair of the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at UCSF. I'm delighted to have the opportunity to welcome you and greet you at the beginning of DocSF 2022 Venture. DocSF has always been about a gathering place for people who are interested in the musculoskeletal moonshot. The idea of bringing together the intersection between great ideas and difficult problems in the musculoskeletal space. As you all know, the opportunities are limitless. This year's speakers are sensational, creative people and great minds with various perspectives who will no doubt move the needle and help all of us to think about new ways we can apply technology in the musculoskeletal space. The idea of thinking in detail about the operating room of the future is exceedingly exciting. Many of the technologies that you all are working on and that as clinicians we are interested in are available now and can be applied in the operating room as an ideal showcase for where this type of work will make a huge impact. So I encourage you all to participate, learn, share, and enjoy DocSF 2022, the latest edition.
And now I'd like to move on to our next segment and introduce Dr. Nancy Lynch, MD, MBA, and co-chair of this session to the DocSF Venture Stage. Nancy is an orthopedic surgeon with a unique professional career. In addition to her experience as an orthopedic surgeon, she's also worked as a venture capitalist and an executive within several startups. She currently operates her own consultancy, where she advises a variety of companies developing and delivering products to the orthopedic industry, particularly those companies that are actually conducting clinical trials. She serves in various board of director and strategic committee roles and has been part of the DocSF organization since the start of the pandemic, which is now going to be quite a long time. And she, along with Ashley Diaz, are co-chairing this event. So Nancy, I cannot wait to see what you've brought forward to us with the MSK Index, which we're all about to see. It's great to start the new year off with another DocSF event. I, I do have to admit that I'm really quite disappointed we can't be doing this event in person like we had planned, but no doubt the virtual environment allows us to share this content with many more people, and it gives more people a chance to interact with this great line of speakers and to be part of the DocSF dialogue. So as Stefano mentioned, I'm Nancy Lynch. I'm an orthopedic surgeon with a venture background, and I spend a lot of my time in the startup world. My role this afternoon is to set the stage for the two dynamic discussions that follow this talk. And in order to do that, I'm going to share some really interesting investment data with you, some of which you can only get with DocSF. I hope this data provides some perspective for you on the recent financing events that are in the process of shaping the next five to 10 years of innovation and transformation in musculoskeletal care. I've included far more detail and information on these slides than I can cover in this short presentation. And I'm also going to go through some of the slides fairly fast, but I will highlight what I think are the most important pieces of the data on each slide. I've divided the talk into two segments. The first is a fairly fast review of the current healthcare venture investment trends. The second segment, which is going to get a bit more granular, will be about the venture investments in the ortho MSK digital health space. Now, you can't talk about venture investments and specifically venture investments in the musculoskeletal digital health space without understanding how much money is actually available to be invested. Raising by U.S. venture funds investing in healthcare has been exposed for the last decade. I've highlighted one of the early years for a remember way back then moment. The amount raised since then has been record-breaking and phenomenal. This 2021 data is actually hot off the press. It was published on Friday by Silicon Valley Bank. A majority of the money raised in 2021 was raised in the first half of the year alone. The sum total for the year is an extraordinary amount of money available to be put to work in all in healthcare. And you'll want to keep this in mind as we go through the financing data. A lot of the dollars raised in 2019 and beyond have yet to be deployed. Venture investments over the last five years have steadily increased across all sectors in healthcare. Biopharma is driving much of that growth. But health tech and diagnostics and tools are certainly contributing as well. Now, in contrast, medical device investing is fairly stable over the last five years, and maybe some people would say even somewhat stagnant. 2021 healthcare venture investments came close, but didn't quite double the investments made in 2020, which had already doubled 2017 investments. But essentially, the investment dollars in 2021 are quadrupled that of five years ago. That's phenomenal. COVID has had a hand in that, and its impact over the past two years is apparent in biopharma, health tech, and the diagnostic sectors. 
And if you want more detail on all of this information, you can search for all of this broad healthcare venture investment information. You can search for the 2021 Silicon Valley Bank year-end report, which came out, as I mentioned, on Friday, and search for their healthcare investments and exits report. That report is full of a lot of great information. Now, before we move on to the next segment, everyone is speculating whether this dramatic upward investing trend will continue. That remains to be seen, but with so much money yet to be deployed, certainly these sectors will continue to see a lot of investment interest. And one last thing before we get into the musculoskeletal digital health space, since our topic today is about health technologies and MSK, it's worth specifically highlighting the investments in all of health tech over the past five years. To put it in context, and as a reminder of what you saw on the first slide, the information in light blue at the bottom of the graph shows you the total VC investment dollars going into the healthcare space altogether. 2021 investments in digital health exceeded those in 2020 and remarkably did it in the first half of the year. As some of you know, deals of over $100 million, those so-called mega deals, are pushing the total dollar amount of investments in the health tech space up. But the sheer number of deals altogether, nearly 1,200 deals, is quite impressive. As the total amount being invested in health technology increases, so does the average dollar amount per deal. In fact, the average dollars invested in each series in 2021 have more than doubled those invested in 2017. Now, that was a very fast look at venture investments in the healthcare space. All of that information is publicly available through Silicon Valley Bank and Rock Health publications and presentations that they put out online. But to sum it up, a lot of dollars are available to be invested and digital health is receiving a lot of those dollars. In the next segment, we're going to take a closer look at the venture investment trends in the digital ortho MSK sector to give Robin and Stefano some really good material to discuss when they come back on stage. I have a methodology I use for collecting and analyzing this data. I, I don't have time here to share that with you, but suffice it to say this data represents two things. Equity investments in any of any size that were publicly reported from 2018 to 2021 and technologies that have an MSK application or facilitate musculoskeletal care in some way. The way I cut the data is probably a little different than the methods used by Silicon Valley Bank or Rock Health in their analyses, but one of the filters I apply when determining whether a company is entered into my analysis is the relevance of the company's technology to an orthopedic surgeon's practice, even if we don't use the technologies ourselves. So, Based on my analysis, over the past four years, $8.8 billion in equity-based healthcare venture investments or risk capital have been made in the MSK space. And that includes both digital health and non-digital health MSK technologies. And when I talk about non-digital health technologies, I mostly mean device technologies, but not exclusively device technologies. In 2021, $3.8 billion went into this whole space compared to $37 billion for, the, for all health tech and medical device investments in 2021, which is data I showed in the prior section. So in other words, about 10% of the venture investments that took place last year are in MSK. Some mega deals over $100 million are definitely skewing the analysis. 
So I took the liberty of actually eliminating those mega deals across the MSK sector. And it, and those mega deals didn't occur just in digital health. They also occurred, there were some mega deals that occurred in other aspects of, of musculoskeletal care, but I eliminated mega deals from, from all of musculoskeletal sector for a bit more fair look at the space. So even after eliminating those handful of mega deals, 2021 was still a very big year for MSK Digital Health Technologies coming in at $1.4 billion. The amount of dollars going into MSK Digital Health deals is starting to dwarf all of the other technologies. And of course, it's not that those other technologies are going away. They're not. Rather, a convergence is occurring between conventional devices and technologies resulting in things like smart implants. So If a conventional implant with a sensor, say, for instance, is funded, I would include that financing in the digital health portion of this analysis. So I just want you to have that as some perspective. 2021 was a very big year for investments in MSK digital health and investments in other ortho MSK, which is mostly medical device, is stable, much like what we saw in the broader med device analysis that I presented in the first section. Now, although the mega rounds get all the publicity, I'm going to shine a little light here on the small dollar deals. These small dollar deals are far more frequent than big dollar rounds. And in the digital health space, the average round size shown at the top of each each bar has been pretty stable over the past four years. The recent larger rounds are a reflection of company growth and maturation, as well as the amount of money that's available to be invested, which we discussed in the first segment. In my opinion, the number of smaller dollar deals being done is frankly an endorsement of the MSK digital health space, a belief belief in this technology's role in the future of MSK care. So now that you know how much money is going into this space, I bet you want to know where all those dollars are going. What what technologies are those dollars actually funding? The $8.3 billion invested in all of ortho MSK care can be divided up into about four categories across the space. 79% of that $8.3 billion of investment went into the first two categories, orthofacilitative, ancillary, and focused orthospine technologies. Some examples of ancillary technologies, such as imaging, pain management, and rehab are shown up to the side. And then some examples of focused orthospine, implants, navigation, regen technologies, and orthobiologics, robotics, tools, and instruments are, are displayed for you. But I I think looking at the dollars this way, it can be really misleading. So let's take a look at the same pie chart, but separate out the MSK digital health from all the other ortho MSK investments. I think you'll find the contrast to be interesting. So notice how for this is specific for MSK digital health technologies. Notice that the ortho facilitative ancillary technologies category jumps from 48% on the previous slide to 63% on this slide, while focused orthospine drops from 31% to just 8% of the digital health venture investments. This actually suggests that most of the funded technologies are not yet directly applicable to operative procedures or are used by surgeons in preparation for operative cases. Some are, some are, um, such as some imaging technologies that are used um, specifically by surgeons and some virtual reality, augmented reality technologies, but a lot are not. So for example, virtual reality, uh, which is responsible for some of those mega deals that we've talked about on previous slides is something that doesn't take place in the operating room. 
and isn't usually offered directly by an orthopedic surgeon. Now, in contrast, we'll see that two-thirds of the non-digital health or conventional MSK investments are technologies that can be applied directly in the operating room. You know, I, anybody who follows orthopedics in any way, it's going to come as no surprise to you that conventional implants and orthobiologics are the primary beneficiaries of these investments. Another interesting way I find of looking at these investments is by application or specialty. So let me point out, um, these two pie charts represent different dollar amounts. Specifically, MSK Digital Health received $5.2 billion in investments over the last four years. And all other MSK technologies, the non-digital technologies, received $3.1 billion in investments over the same time frame. Specialty-specific technologies are a small minority of the investments in the MSK Digital Health space. And that makes some sense, actually. Digital technologies tend to have uses that span specialties, and many of the technologies are used outside of the operating room altogether. Now, in contrast, for non-digital technologies, specialty specificity is more common, especially in spine, and that's been that way for a long time, as is a discrete application like regenerative technologies or orthobiologics. When analyzing the MSK digital health investments by technology type, and I have to make this caveat here, I got to be honest, it's hard to assign a single technology to these investments because many of these products utilize more than one technology. But that is a, as a caveat, a third of the investments have been dedicated to remote care, the top category on this slide. However, when AI as the underlying technology is considered, half of the investments in this space have gone to artificial intelligence enabling approaches to care. Additionally, while not all the technologies here are related to the technical performance of surgery, some are, and I've denoted them here. They represent about 14% of the investments over the last four years. But again, the influence of mega deals is in, in remote care is skewing this percentage downward. The actual dollar amount for this group of technologies, the ones that are related to the technical performance of surgery, is going up over time. And I believe that trend is going to continue. As a way to conclude and tee this up for the next segment, I'm displaying the top six technologies receiving funding over the past four years. In each year, three of the six most funded MSK digital health technologies are AI enabled, whether it be clinical decision-making, triage scheduling and workflow, or preventative care, rehab, or other non-surgical treatment technologies. The enormous amount of funding into remote patient care in 2021 is really driven essentially by one company. And I've been alluding to this already in this presentation. Were it not for that one particular company, it's likely that AI-guided clinical decision-making technologies would be in the number one spot again. So I believe that sets the stage for the conversations that follow. And one final comment that I will make before turning it back to you, Stefano, is that this is simply a review of the equity investments. It doesn't take into consideration IPOs, SPACs, M&As, and um, company internal investments into particular projects or R&D um, activities. So the analysis actually underrepresents the total dollars that are funding this space. It definitely underrepresents the real enthusiasm for the future of digital technologies and MSK care. But I'm sure Robin Young will have some things to say about that. And with that, Stefano, I'm going to turn it back over to you so we can get on with some lively discussions. We hope you enjoyed the presentation and invite you to tune in next week when we bring you my conversation with Robin Young, in which he brings us some perspective on those incredible investment numbers. 
In the meantime, go over to docsf.health, sign up for docsf the experience and join the revolution. Hey there, since we've still got your attention, we wanted to give you a little insight into what we have planned for you at DocSF, The Experience, our remarkable annual event. We're planning to host DocSF live in San Francisco on Thursday, April 28th and Friday, April 29th, 2022. And well, it's gonna be extraordinary. You don't wanna miss it. Here's how we described it, a DocSF venture in January, 2022. 